Hello, you're listening to Habs Nightly on the Hockey Podcast Network. We are back for another bye week with Bayou, and he is out in the boonies. You can probably hear the birds chirping. The sun is shining where he is. He's out in paradise, you know, self-isolating as all of you guys should be. So say hi, Corey. Hi. No, uh, <laughs> I took self-isolating. Like that's, I took the, the six foot rule and like put like, I don't know, like a six hour gap between me and New Orleans. Uh, just didn't want to risk it, man. Me and my wife, uh, you know, we have like upper respiratory problems. So I, I didn't, I didn't see that being something I wanted to risk too much. Yeah. And if people are at all even questioning if you would do that, you can literally hear the birds chirping in the background. Like you are out in the oh, middle I'm in, of I'm in, nowhere. I'm in fucking God's country. Uh, I got like, there's like six people living on this street. That's it. You know, that's, that's the size of a street out here. Um, each backyard has like a fucking acre and a half. And then it's straight fucking woods. Uh, uh, I'm living off of fried okra boys. Like, I'm I'm fucking I'm set. You know, the only thing I need is some fucking internet so I can play NHL. But apparently you can't even fucking play Chell right now. So I think I'm as good as I can make it right now. No, and me and Shane actually talked about how shit EA was last week when um you were absent because you were packing so that you could go into your self isolation. I was furious. <laughs> furious. Like furious that that I was born and I didn't have it have access to it um you know like i put off making this decision to go out here because i wanted to work a little bit longer but truthfully i think where i'm at right now is a good spot um you know just kind of waiting for it to to digress in new orleans if people uh were to look you see new orleans is like a fucking hotbed right now for the for the virus and that's not where i want to be you know i'd rather be able to have you know, a whole season with Mason next season than, yeah. uh, than not to, you know. So so taking a six-hour drive isn't so bad to me right now. No, and we were joking earlier when we were talking to, like, set up a time so we could record this. Um, you went six hours north, and you're still able to call me. If, if I go two hours north, I'm in the middle of the fucking Canadian Shield. Like, there's nothing up there. What what is a Canadian shield? Is that is that like the the fucking like the sticks? So like, um, picture how like every American views Canada probably like really like just forest and like rocks and shit. Mm-hmm. Well, like ninety percent of Canada's population lives within like a hundred miles of the U.S. border, like just north, okay. and we're all there, and it's like perfectly flat like farmland and then once you get mm-hmm. about an hour and a half north of toronto it's the canadian shield and it's because the glaciers when they were like melting and shit i guess they pushed all these rocks and so you there's no dirt it's just rock rock and like <laughs> pine trees and like wolves and shit and you can't nice. you can't build anything on it because it's all just rock and it's the Canadian Shield. That's what we call it. And it is the fucking that is, boonie. That's sick. That is sick, dude. That's like tundra. Like <laughs> it is. Look at this. My one of five neighbors just drove by. Everybody waves at me. 
but they don't like us. It's it's a little weird. Like there's, <laughs> there's like a little bit of like hospitality, but there's like stay the fuck away from us. And I'm I'm like that too. Um, I guess it's because I live in a city. It's like I'll talk to you, but like don't don't come by me. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, especially now too, people manners have kind of gone out the door. Even for me, I live in a I live in a small ass fucking town in the middle of nowhere, 300 people and no oh, one, that's no, sick, dude. yeah, no one's saying hi though. That's tight. That's insane, dude. Cause like, you know, uh, if we go to where like my wife lives, like we're, we're like not that far away from like where she grew up. But if we go to like her parents' house, dude, everybody around there is like super fucking nice. Um, we just ain't in that spot. I would think that like a 300 fucking person town, would be like super tight with everybody <laughs> we we are but it's just i think people every because it's like yeah i fucking yeah. see you mason but but stay like stay over there don't get me sick heard, heard, heard you got great grades heard you going to ottawa you whatever it's called great <laughs> job just yeah. fucking come by me like just come back like six months when all this is gone yeah <laughs> pretty much <laughs> it's fucking crazy too and then the um the big well, i say big the town of 20,000 people but i consider that a big town that we're like right beside it's it's all retirement homes and like old people so every oh, the whole town's just shut down there's just nothing yeah, cuz they're they're all hot, they're all scared absolutely so. it's crazy yeah bud uh yeah down here dude i don't know what they're doing they're going on like a fucking like old old like old people are going on like in like concert, like they're going on tour. Like they tried to ship both my both my grandparents off because they go to like this council of aging, which is like the fucking united old people, you know, club. That and they, sounds they were awesome. Like you know what, we're gonna we're gonna go on a five fucking casino tour amidst the the coronavirus, which is you know <laughs> inadvertently targeting old fucking people. Like we're gonna go hit all five of these fucking casinos, and my grandparents are like fucking right. <laughs> and we're like, you will die. Like, you will die. Like, stop one to three. Like, that's it. Like, you ain't making it past Biloxi. <laughs> and we had to talk them out of it. These motherfuckers were going out. They were they were ready to spend their fucking money. Oh, they, old people don't care. And I think that's the funniest part. They're, they're so fucking stubborn. They don't. they don't give a shit. It's wild, dude. But I think they knew they, they were trying to. They were trying to fucking lighten, lighten the load. They were like, fuck it, we're going to take like 12 people out, you know? <laughs> Population control. Yeah, I think that's what they were trying with the old folks, man. I mean. It's wild. Ugh. Some people, though, like, they just don't. I, I don't understand how people don't realize that this is serious yet. Like, You know, I didn't really take it serious when I was working because it's like when you're at work, you're in an environment of people who are just like, can't allow this to affect my mindset because I have to make my money. You know, yeah. like I got bills to pay and shit. So like you fall into that, you hear that all day. So you're just like, I mean, fuck, you got a point. I got to make my fucking money. I mean, dude, what, what is one paycheck going to do against, if you get the virus because you worked alongside some dickhead who didn't fucking say he felt sick that day and came into work, you're looking easily like, I don't know, 30 grand just easily and, and just minimum treatment down here. You know, this isn't fucking Canada where, <laughs> yeah, you might wait in line for a little bit and get free health care. 
you know, no, you'll wait in line here and then you'll fucking get slapped with the, like buying a house type of fucking money, you know, buying a brand new car type of money. Well, actually, fucking what? I've, you know, we got free healthcare here, but I used to play, um, I used to play soccer tournaments down in the U S and, yeah. and me and my team went to New York city for this showcase. And it was like teams from like England, Scotland, like all over the fucking planet, whatever, all in New York. And one of our, one of our teammates broke his arm and they went to the hospital and before they'd even look at it, they said $2,000 up front. What the fuck? Yeah, had it. That was a co-payment. That's a co-payment. Like, well, yeah. I, we were we like, it's what? Broken, but... I, we didn't like, this Dude. was weird. Yeah, I get it. Uh, prejudice to soccer players, I guess. I don't know. I mean, yeah. Needless to say, <laughs> we turned around and he sucked it up for a day or two. Yeah, dude, like, not gonna lie, like, I've broken my ankles multiple times, and, like, Sam in Baton Rouge, like, one time it was fucking Thanksgiving, so we used to go skateboarding on Thanksgiving Day, we'd go hit all the fucking skate parks because everything's closed, or, like, no one's there because they're trying to hang out with their families, yeah. fuck that, we knew that was the best day to go, <laughs> shit, dude, broke my ankle, you know what I did? We got right back in the fucking vehicle, went hour and 45 minutes back to, uh, to the parish where we live. And I went to fucking Thanksgiving on crutches, and I fucking went like three days later to the dock. Fuck that. You're going to have to suck it up a little bit. That's just, it's crazy. The amount that, like, hospital bills are down there. So, like, I, I don't blame you for fucking self-isolating. Take your time. Come back. Be one with nature for a few weeks. We'll have a new bayou. Dude, I, I got... Yeah, um, I'm in the foothills right now. I'm not in the bayou, folks, and I, I don't have the time or the internet to change my my fucking handles for one giggle <laughs> of a week to the you know, foothill benders. You know, I just can't fucking do it. But uh, dude, I got I got ankles like tissue paper from just constantly breaking them. With my wrist, like didn't go to the doctor, just like something it, it, it fucking fixed itself, oh, like. I can tell you're in the you foothills because you're... you're fucking cutting up so bad right now. Oh, I'm sorry, bud, dude. <laughs> no worries. I can't help it. There's, there's like fucking six million trees between me and the next fucking <laughs> mobile tower. Fucking I mean, dogs and shit barking. Just everything. At this point, a fly flying through it interrupts the connection. Yeah. It's it's gonna be like this for Logog, so. Uh, but that's I, that's the steps I'm willing to take to not fucking die at such a young age. Like, yeah, fair. And I think that's people like if you're listening to this, Benders is willing to drive six hours out, give up playing Chell, give up seeing any hockey related news, give up good connection, give up internet, all these what we consider necessities. You can just sit on your ass at home, okay? Like, if vendors can go out there, drive six hours away to stay safe, you can just sit on your ass at home. You don't need to go do shit. Dude, everybody everybody that's going out is such a fucking dickhead. It's it, causing people not to work. It's, it's causing us not to get to work faster. It's causing a lot more people to get injured. It's causing all the fucking sports to fall back. You got assholes who were worrying about football talking about, we might not have a fucking football season next year. Who gives a fuck? We got 13 to 15 games left for most teams in the NHL. We're trying to fucking finish that. I don't give a flying fuck about football. 
That's all <laughs> I'm worried about. Everyone stay the fuck home. Dude, you got all the toilet paper. You got all the rations you fucking need. Take a pay cut. Sit at home. Let's get fucking back to society. Yeah, the more people go out and the longer people continue to resist this, the longer it's going to be. Because if we can stop the, the, you know, the spread, it's not, we're not going to stop the spread, but if we can slow it down and contain it and make it less widespread than it already is, we can get back to our normal lives so much sooner. And that way, me and Benders don't have to sit here and talk and bitch to you guys about it. Instead, we can talk about hockey, which I know both of us are just fucking starved for at the moment. Dude, I'm an hour away from my favorite Louisiana team, and I can't – there's no hockey. I can't go fucking skate. I can't do anything. I'm huh, – I don't know what the fuck to do. I told you earlier, I was – I fucking – I found my old Game Boy, and I'm playing fucking Pokemon fucking Silver right now. Like, I'm so fucking bored. I'm reading books. You know, I'm fucking – playing old ass games i'm watching movies i haven't seen since 2007 <laughs> like i'm hitting a childhood zone right now so folks stay the fuck inside <laughs> it, it's it sounds so simple because it is but for some reason people can't grasp their head around it but i feel like i feel like we've taught them their lesson i think we've bitched enough i i don't you have any more ranting to do no no i'm I'm ready to eat some fried okra, bud. Like, I'm, 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 I'm in the thick of it, bro. I'm in God's country. Uh, this is where I'm at right now. You know, I'm, I'm learning what it's like to be a, a farmer and a country kid, uh, which is not me, you know, but here I am. I mean, welcome to my life, man. Now you know how it feels working like. On the, working on a tan, bud. <laughs> yeah, I mean – pretty much the same except canadians you know we don't we don't tan too well i don't really know what that is i'm just white and hey not special old. i'm yeah. fucking italian but I, just, I don't give a fuck if i have a tan or not i got constant socks on because <laughs> i refuse to like go outside in slippers or fucking sandals so like i'm looking at like some 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 dope ass fucking ankle sock you know just yeah. white ass fucking feet Hoping that the your five neighbors won't care too much, won't judge you. Dude, fuck them. Dude, I walk out there with my stomach out. I don't give a fuck. They're gonna do. Oh, he's gotta go. Paying <laughs> rent, bitch. Like, fuck you, staying. I just Sorry. have this. I just have this image when you were telling me that once they once they found out you were from New Orleans, they got kind of suspicious. Just this image of you rolling in and all of them just kind of gardening and then just kind of dropping everything and just running inside like oh fuck <laughs> I oh, said I, well f they didn't hear what happened they didn't hear what happened so so yeah so my wife and her, her friend they got out here a week before me i stayed and worked a little longer and then my wife finally got into you know got me to understand how important it was to go away for a bit and she was right and i fucking really appreciate her like being able to get through my fucking head and get that instilled. But basically I get out here, I'm fucking bumping ass. I'm bumping some fucking ignorance, you know, like I'm listening to fucking some, some heavy ass shit. I come out here, God's country. They listen to fuck Kenny Chesney or whatever country music's popping right now. They got people outside watering their lawns, playing with their fucking dogs. There's a CrossFit family across the street. Fuck no. I pull up, 
300-something pound person gets out the vehicle blaring fucking music with a fucking great cat who doesn't, who, who does not look like a country kid, there's some speculations going on already. I, then, I, then, my, <laughs> then my wife, across the dude next to us, is like trying to introduce himself. He's like, oh, you guys just moved in. Cool, I'm moving the basketball goals. Like, where y'all from? Y'all from around here? My wife's like, ah, uh, don't come any closer. We don't really, we're not trying to catch anything, not saying you got it, and we don't know if we got it. We're from New Orleans where we're, uh, we're quarantining ourselves from where we're from, and this idiot took it as they got the virus. They're quarantining walls. Hey, guys. Mason here. I'm just editing editing this um episode and uh just brief warning wanted to stop by and let you guys know that you're about to listen to Cyborg Benders. Um he is honestly out in the middle of but fuck nowhere um protecting himself like all of you should be. But when he returns and he will return He's going to be grizzly. He's going to need a shave. He's going to be furry. Man is going to look like fucking Bigfoot upon his return to New Orleans. Luckily, this episode is sponsored by Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-belt grooming, offering precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. If any of you have ever seen the Benders, you know the man has a magnificent beard. The thing looks like it's alive, like he must feed it. And it's fitting that Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer and named it the Lawn Mower, because that's what you're going to need to shave a guy like Benders. Good thing Manscaped is offering a 20% off and free shipping with the code THPN at Manscaped. That's 20% off with free shipping if you use our promo code. You know, Benders is going to need it, and we're all kind of packed up, staying at home. Supplies are running thin. Maybe you ran out of a razor. Maybe you haven't had time. You just, I don't know, you've been busy reading a book or catching up on sleep, whatever the fuck you guys are doing in quarantine. Well, you're going to need a shave. So why not get an awesome razor for a great price with free shipping at manscaped.com. So consider yourself warned, but I've decided not to take it out purely because I think it's hilarious. Now I give you Cyborg Bayou. You're so breaking now up. This whole community thinks sorry, we I got just... the fucking buyer. <laughs> so I lost you for a sec. So buddy thought Fuck. you leaving was you saying you have the virus. Yeah, the, the neighbor thought that. <laughs> neighbor fucking... thought we had the virus because my wife was just like, hey, um, you know, just don't come any closer. You know, we're, we're, we're like quarantining ourselves. This motherfucker thought we had it. Tells the whole <laughs> fucking neighborhood. I'm sure all of fucking knows we from New Orleans and they all think that we're the plague. So people fucking stare at us hard as shit, dude. It's ridiculous. That's fucking funny. I think it's hilarious. Like we at the we at the Walmart 
these motherfuckers coughing into the fucking air. Right on, but then I don't once I. Oh man, I'm totally my losing dude, you right now. Tell him. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah. Sorry, you just I I lost you for like a good minute. It was just like weird robot noises. Ah, yeah. oh, fuck uh, this. Um, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. The rant's over. It just fucking sucked. Uh, yeah, I sound like a fucking robot right now. I can't help. <laughs> oh, man. This is going to take some hardcore fucking editing. I leave it in. Show people what's what in the box. <laughs> but yeah i'm not i'm not gonna i'm not gonna stay on too long um just because you know i know how much of a pain and uh, uh, all right so um i think i lost Corey. we were um we were gonna discuss um just seeing, I'm going to leave him on the line, just see if he comes back. Uh, we were going to try and discuss um, the fact that if you follow me on Twitter, you would have noticed at Habs Nightly, by the way, that I retweeted an article from Sportsnet just showing the top 15. And I noticed that not a single one of Sportsnet's top 15 NHL prospects were American. And I thought this was Super wild considering the plethora of American talent we had in the first round of the draft last year. I think it was like 11 players or something ridiculous like that. And then to just see this sharp decline was really interesting to me. Um, we don't even have, I think the first American is Dylan Holloway at 16. And then you don't have another one until let's uh I think it was like Antonio Stranges was like a little further down. I know he's American. Yeah, but um, just crazy the amount of non-American players in the first round. Um, Canada obviously had a huge um, comeback this year with talent such as, you know, Lafreniere, Byfield, et cetera. You know, Canada's done very, very well for itself this year in the – in terms of prospects and drafting. Um, I just thought it was really interesting to see, and we were going <laughs> to discuss that, um, maybe go back and forth, but I don't think I'm going to get Bender's back just by the way things are going. So um, definitely going to be a little bit of a weird episode, but I'll, uh, I'll try and try and finish this up for you guys. But um, actually looking at the time, I think, Okay, what we're going to do is I am going to leave it at that. Um, I'm going to have a whole week to try and figure out technical difficulties with benders. And I promise you we will revisit this topic next week. Um, honestly, 
we're kind of starved for hockey talk, so I'm sure nothing's going to change. This will probably still be the only thing I have to talk about in terms of hockey. So if you're turning in and you've made it this far, I just want to say I really appreciate your dedication, and I know Benders does too, to not only Habs Nightly, but the Hockey Podcast Network. You know, these are weird times for everybody. We're just putting out content, trying to entertain you guys. You know, we've made a commitment to you guys that we were going to put out content, so that's what we're doing. And if you've made it this far, I just want to show my appreciation to you and just say sincerely thank you for listening and thank you for stopping by.